You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1325. So you pulled that off with this lady for 225000 What did you say to her again? I asked her, I said, what do you need like in your pocket? I'm sure you don't need the whole 200 and whatever. Like, What do you need right now in your pocket to give me some time uh, for me to figure out how I'm going to get this thing funded? For me to figure out how I'm going to get this thing funded. So you were a sure bet in her mind. It's done. He just needs to figure out how to get it paid for. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. What's going on, Rhino Nation? Today, I have two amazing guests for you. These guys are using some of the most incredible strategies to pull some of the best deals with creative financing. They're not using banks. They're not using hard money lenders. They are getting the sellers to directly finance them at 0% interest and sometimes no payments at all. So these guys are going to walk through one of their first deals, how they got a piece of land for $225,000 with $10,000 down and several, several months at 0% interest and no payments until they sold the land for $330,000. These guys made an $85,000 net profit. And they're going to talk to you about the questions that were asked, how they talked to that seller and how that deal got done. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Let's get right into it. Daniel, Anthony, welcome. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. How are you guys today? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to break this down and deep dive. Well, I was on a podcast with Daniel the other day. I'm going to just start with Daniel. You know, 30 to 60 seconds. Tell Rhino Nation a little bit about yourself and what you're up to. So um, I've been an entrepreneur for five years. I used to be a truck driver, so I'm definitely blue collar. Started learning about real estate when I was pivoting out of trucking. So um, I transitioned into real estate and then uh, I had opportunity to start HiveMind about three years ago, it seems like. And then uh, we've been doing software and land. I've only done one house deal and 100% land. So I'm a land investor through and throughout. <laughs> That's why I love you. Love you. I, I hate those dirty old stinky cat pee houses. Like all those guys can fight over them. I'm just going to do the land deals <laughs> while they're fighting over the houses. 100%. How about you, Anthony? Yeah, I have a construction background, man. So I was like 12 years old. You know, I was boxing. I thought I was going to be a famous boxer. My dad's like, get in the truck. You're going to work. So, you know, 12 years old, I'm a painter doing house remodeling. And uh, I hated it, right? Like any kid, like you want to be out there doing your thing. But, you know, looking back now, it led me to some cool places. Got into commercial roofing and uh, I was doing marketing, you know, marketing the whole time because it was either feast or famine for my dad's construction company. So I got online to see about buying some land to build a home for my family. And I saw that people were wholesaling land. How, well, how can you wholesale land? Like, that's weird. You can't order it in bulk. How can you wholesale? So I went down that rabbit hole. And uh, man, this is like mid-December, like 2018. By January 1, I had spent like 30000 in marketing, like getting all my systems fired up because I was like, I know if I do enough marketing, I'll get some deals. So it took me about 40 days to get my first contract. I think my second deal was a 45-acre uh, piece of land and I made $85,000. So Whoa. Wow. I was like, okay. okay. I quit. I quit construction. I shut it down pretty quick and I just pursued land. And we stayed there ever since, you know, and thinking I have a construction background, I thought I was going to be like a, the world's famous house flipper, but... I just saw the potential with land quickly. I'm like, man, if you can make that with no remodel at all, because I've been remodeling houses my whole life. 
So I was like, if I could make that kind of profit without a remodel at all, like, I mean, literally we didn't even cut the grass and like, then I'm just going to just stick to land now. Yeah. Why would you like, it doesn't matter. Like that grass being cut or the trees being trimmed is not going to change the purchase price of that land. I mean, so I probably have some people that would disagree with that, but I'm telling you, like, I, I don't mess with that stuff. We, we don't mow the grass unless the city's finding us, then we do mow the grass. Um, <laughs> and a lot of times we buy land that uh, the city's been finding because they haven't been mowing the grass, but do we mow it? No, most, not most of the time. It's just easier just to let those pay those fines when you buy it and then sell it quickly to someone else so they can deal with it. I want to break down that first deal because like, I love how you get right into it, Anthony. Daniel, I see why, why Anthony's your partner. Like he just like, just pulled both barrels out and and let them go. So you basically spent $30,000 in getting systems set up right away. Everything dude, my first pool of data was 500,000 records, 500,000 records. So you just literally, there you go again, both barrels. So 500,000 records, where the heck did you get 500,000 records from? Like I use PropStream. If I pull more than 10,000 a month, I pay him another 33 bucks for 5,000 more. You know, uh, I hired a kid named Sam Bart, who I'm still working with to this day. He kind of took me under his wing when I first started in uh, real estate. And now he's running some of our online advertising campaigns. But um, I hired Sam to do it. I want to say we pulled it from Mojo Dialer and then I don't know where else, but I said, he's like, how much do you want to start with? And I was like, well, I don't know. What does everybody start with? He's like, I don't know, 10,000, 20,000. I was like, no. Nah. Let's do something new clear. I said, because I need to get a deal quick, right? Because I knew, like I said, I was going to make a pretty big bet on real estate. So I wanted to just pull the biggest list we could. So we we RVM that whole 500 list. I think we hired one caller. We set up some Google ads. I ordered 1,100 bandit signs. Um, And we just went just all out. Like I said, I was just, I was trying to get a deal as quickly as possible. So So you RVM, so ringless voicemailed 500,000 records. Mm-hmm. And then you hired a cold caller to call 500,000 records through Mojo Dialer. Was that triple line dialer? To the, to the RVMs as well. Yeah. So the person that was like, I guess as, as the call center, they were supposed to be responding to the text messages. Wow. Yeah. I can't even imagine the response on 500,000 records. And then bandit signs. You said 1,100 bandit signs? 1,100 bandit signs. I got on, on YouTube and I figured out how to make one of those like poles that like has the hooks at the end so you can With bang the them. D-wall at the end of it and you just <laughs> smash that staple right into the, Oh, man. We used to do that in Colorado and the code enforcement lady found my house. Oh, man. Uh, that was not a cool conversation, but um, yeah, we had the the pipe. It was, I think, a, a two inch pipe or so. We, yeah. we duct taped the uh, D wall to hammer to the end of it, and then I would stand on my old Junker Honda Civic and then hit it, so no one was getting those signs down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made mine a long pole, man, and like literally, my wife driving me with the signs in the back seat. Like, here's one, pull over, and bang, 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 putting up bandit signs. Nobody caught us from the bandit signs, other than other wholesalers. You know, but I, I want to say out of 1,100, I felt like we got out about a thousand of them before I gave up on bandit signs. Yeah, that's amazing. I can just picture you hanging out the back window, just smashing those signs on the, the uh, <laughs> and I would get pissed when the counties would put in the, uh, the concrete poles because that's hard. Like you're out there with a tap drill. No, I'm just kidding. But it's, it's a lot easier to tap it into a, a wooden pole. And there's some signs that I put up in Yoder, Colorado. Mm-hmm. I think they're still up there like multiple years later. They just dry rot. So, <laughs> nobody's ever coming back for him. <laughs> no one's coming back for him. I still get, we got a sign, I think about a year and a half ago. You still got that 40, 40 acres for sale? No, <laughs> we don't. Uh, well, let's, let's get into that first deal. So I assume it came from that 500,000 list. Was it RVM? Was it the cold calling? Like, was it all three combined? Like, how'd you find that buyer or seller? 
Actually, it was a Google lead. Oh, Google as well. So not just 500,000 records, RVM, cold calling, and bandit signs, but you also started doing Google ads? Yeah, because I've been running Google ads for man, probably 15 years or something. So it was just like a no-brainer just to tack that on. I got a, a message. It was like 12.30 in the morning, right? It was like right after midnight. And it said lead, whatever. Like I got the notification and it said China. And I was like, here we go. The spammers got me, right? So I dialed it back and uh, no answer, of course. It's like almost one in the morning now. The person calls me back, right? And I'm like, what the heck? I answered it. And it's an American lady, right? And she starts talking and she says, yeah, I'm a school teacher over here and this and that. And I was like, well, how much are you looking for on the property? And she says, I was looking for about 250. And I'm, in my mind, I don't have 250,000. I don't know where to borrow it. I don't have credit to leverage against it. So I'm like, this is just too big of a deal. So obviously I can't buy it. But anyways, you know, just seeing what's up with the lady. So we're just talking, laughing, having conversation. At 1 a.m. 1 o'clock in the morning, dude, and the lady's in China. And uh, we're having fun talking and we're just like, just chuckling. And, and uh, finally I heard her say, well, the property backs right up to I-35. And I was like, wait a minute, I-35, that's the main vein that runs through Texas. And I was like, how much did you say you wanted? And she's like, oh, I was looking for 250 or so. So I was like, let me see. So I pull up the property. Right? I'm doing the research right now while she's on the phone at one o'clock in the morning, 1.30 in the morning. And uh, I looked at it. it has a lot of frontage on I-35 just south of Fort Worth. So I was like, wait a minute. Because I was looking at a, a half acre lot on I-35 in south of San Antonio for 300000 so I was like, okay, wait a minute, 46 acres for 250. I was like, this sounds like a deal. So I'm, and of course I'm brand, brand new, right? I don't know what the heck I'm doing just yet. And I remember I called several people on the way over to that farm, uh, like just other people that I knew in real estate. I was trying to find all the help I could get just to try to take advice from people on the drive there, right? So I don't look like a moron. But I said, hey, can you take 200 on this thing? And she was like, man, she was like, I really, really would, would like to get at least the, the, the 250. And she was like, can you do 225? And I was like, you know what? I'll do the 225. I said, let's do that. Um, she said, let me ask my son and I'll give you an answer by the morning when you wake up. And I said, okay, cool. Sure enough, she texted me in the morning. She said, let's rock and roll. Let's do it. 225. You didn't like, here's what I love about that, Anthony. Like most people would have waited till like maybe seven or eight or nine or 10 in the morning to return that lead or that, that person that filled out that application, that form, but uh, you got on right away. Mm -hmm. I mean, kudos to you that that's how you get deals done right there. Because I guarantee you like 99 out of a hundred people would not have called that lead at 1am. I know I wouldn't have. Because uh, I'm sleeping at that time. But uh, yeah. even if I was awake, I'd probably be up to no good if I was up at 1 a.m. actually. Uh, <laughs> so I wouldn't have called that that lead. So that's amazing that you called her. I want to hear now, like, what the heck? Like, how did you figure out what it was worth? Like, how did you figure out? Because Texas, non-disclosure state, it's not like I can just get on Redfin or Zillow. Like, you can call realtors. Like, how did you figure out what it was worth? Dude, so I'll tell you exactly what I did is I just leaned on other people, like I said. So I'm driving to the property. It's like every bit of a four or four and a half hour drive from my house. So I'm driving up there to go look at it and I'm calling every single real estate investor I know that I've kind of met over the last like, couple of weeks or month, whatever, just from Facebook groups and all that. Luckily, there's a guy named Addison Blanks that lived in Grandview. So he like, this was his spot. So this guy's a broker right there in the spot that happens to move acreage. And I called him and told him what I had. And the guy's like, are you kidding me for that price? He was like, man, that's a great price. He was like, let me go look at it. And he's the one that, that decided what it was worth. So we, we got it for 225. We listed it for 330. And I want to say it sold in under 30 days. It was quick. We got a contract quick. Yeah. 300. So under contract for 225, listed it for 330, sold it in 30 days. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. That's amazing. 
<laughs> so I love the fact that you found the land specialist realtor right in that area. You know, that's powerful. Like you, you weren't just calling like Uncle Bob or some random real estate agent that might sell a house, you know, one house a year. You called to the, the agent that is moving acreage in that area. That's key. That's powerful. Yeah. And that's like I said, I I wish now I know that's an advanced strategy, right? Like we'll get on land.com and we'll find out who like the movers and shakers are in a certain area. But this was just like, again, just like just newness, just being just as crafty and resourceful as I could be. I want to say I posted it like in a group, like on Facebook, like, Hey, does anybody know anything about Grandview, Texas? And sure enough, this guy messages me like, call me about this property right away. I guess based on whatever I posted on there, maybe the price he called me. He's like, dude, that's a crazy price. He was like, you need to call me immediately. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, call the guy And and the overarching theme here is you were willing to take action. So first it was that, that call at at midnight, 1230 in the morning, then 1am you, you had the conversation with the lady, you know, you took her phone call the next morning after she talked to the son. And then how soon after that, did you get in your car and drive that four and a half hours? Yeah, it was like two days later, like the next day. I mean, it was literally like 24 hours later, I was driving. So you kept taking action. Now, did you actually buy the land for 225000 to, to take ownership of it? Or did you just list your purchase agreement on the uh, multiple listing service? Oh, man. So remember, this is the best part, right? So we're undercapitalized at this point, right? Brand new real estate investor. We worked out a deal. I said, look, how much do you need to in your hand right now to just like be okay for the next couple of months while I figure out how I'm going to get this thing funded? And she's like, I just need $10,000. So my attorney drew up a contract where I gave her $10,000 down. She deeded me over the property. And then she was a, a she put a vendor's lien on it and uh, no payments, no interest until sold. Anthony, I wish I waited till right now to ring that. Actually, I'm just going to ring it again. That's, that's powerful because say what you said to her again. You know, like I love those. I like, I'm going to write that down because you didn't just say, oh, let me go and find the money. You just, Like most people will just assume that the seller would not finance. Like I'm, I'm working on a deal right now where I'm buying for $335,000 and I can sell it for about five fifty. dollars And I found that land specialist realtor on, on Redfin. And he's the one quoting me that. And five fifty dollars is my blowout price, like my get her done now price. Like I need to move this thing because I don't want to hold on to this land. Yeah. The seller is financing me for one year. Zero percent interest. Now I'm going to make payments of three thousand a month principal payments, so my balance goes down every month. But this guy is is financing me at zero percent interest. Like imagine on three hundred thirty five thousand at thirteen percent, that's like forty thousand dollars for the year. So you pulled that off with this lady for two hundred twenty five thousand. What did you say to her again? I asked her. I said, "What do you need, like in your pocket? I'm sure you don't need the whole two hundred and whatever. Like, what do you need right now in your pocket to give me some time?" Uh, for me to figure out how I'm going to get this thing funded. For me to figure out how I'm going to get this thing funded. So you were a sure bet in her mind. It's done. He just needs to figure out how to get it paid for. It's like when my roof's leaking, I'm going to call every single roofer until someone answers the phone and schedules and says, I'm going to be there tomorrow. That's all I'm looking for. That certainty that someone's coming to fix this problem. That was it, man. Yeah. And uh, she didn't have a $200,000 problem. She had a $10,000 problem. And I, I think that's what a lot of new people miss is that uh, if you don't ask them exactly where they are, then they can't tell you. So right now we're picking up a $600,000 lot for $5,000 down and 0% interest. You're kidding me. $600,000 lot for $5,000 down at 0% interest. Yeah. And I think it's worth about a million as it sits. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Here we go. So, and, and I assume that's just asking questions. 
that's it, man. Yeah, again, similar situation, right? They called me. They they said they needed to sell. That the, a lot of people have their contract and they couldn't move it, and they've had a for sale sign with an agent up front for years. Just nobody could kind of see the the strategy here. And then similarly, I said, hey, this is going to be a lot of cleanup. There's a, a lot of uh, headaches. This is a. It's not going to be an easy property to move. Obviously, you guys can see that why so many people have failed. And then again, like, hey, what if I just paid you guys something in the interim while I, you know, figure out another back end strategy for you guys, like. What do you need just to pay bills every second? $5,000 is more than enough. Okay, cool. So you, I'll give you $5,000 now and $5,000 a month and uh, maybe a two-year balloon. They're like, yeah, that sounds great. Zero interest. Yeah. Man, that's incredible. Just by asking questions and taking the time to figure out what that seller needs right now. And eventually they'll get the 600000 But uh, no, that's that's incredible. Daniel, what do you have to say about all this? What do you you think about all this craziness happening? I like the the, the unique strategies. There's a lot of stuff that comes out. And we we saw land as is. We had a deal earlier this year where um, the buyers were sending us pictures of a burned out RV and like a lot in Florida that we and Anthony never saw. We essentially helped. We essentially helped the seller from foreclosure. And uh, the buyers just sent us the RV. So we're like, yeah, yeah, you guys can take care of it. It's a wholesale price. And we didn't even worry about it. We just let it as is. So. A lot of times, like, we'll buy property that, like, has tires or debris or trash or a burned-out RV, and then we'll just sell it as is and pass the problem on to the end buyer. Man, man, I love it. What would you say your best marketing strategy is right now? Because, you know, there's a lot, there's always a lot of debate, and it sounds like you guys do a tremendous amount of marketing and multiple different strategies. What would you say is is allowing you to find your best land deals right now? Um, this, is, this is an interesting question. So we actually turned off our marketing eight months ago. We don't do any direct seller marketing right now. Why? Do you guys just have too many deals right now or something? Yeah. <laughs> wow. They're coming from the community though. So that's what HiveMind was built for. It's a white labeled CRM product, but you sign up for the CRM, you get into the mastermind. But the vision was, you know, having a marketer's brain is that we would teach a community how to find these hard to find deals and uh, JV with them. And then, so that's where we are right now. So when a new person comes on board, we help them set up their marketing campaigns, marketing engines. And then we'll help them with underwriting, uh, raising capital, that kind of stuff to come in and, and help them do deals. So that's pretty much where the, the bulk of the leads are coming from right now is from our community. The community. I love that. Well, before you started the community, what was your best marketing channel? What would you say it was to find the best deals? Uh, PPC is our outside number one. We've always ran PPC. It's been a great uh, result yielder for everything. I mean, we're, we're on PPC and we'll do 150 a year easily. We'll do a deal that'll make 50 to 75 just off PPC if we just keep it up and running. So like PPC yields yeah. always, it yields results every time, every time. Yeah, I love that. Have you written, and this, this is specifically for Texas. It probably works everywhere else. But if you run about $2,500 a month all year long, you should make no less than like one to 300,000 a year just on that one campaign. So $2,500 a month. So roughly, what is that? Uh, Twenty-five, less than $30,000 a year to make $300,000. So 10x return easily on pay-per-click ads to find land sellers? Yep. Yep. Land sellers specifically. Yeah. And we never made under like 150, I guess. And, and a lot of years was a lot better than that. Yeah. I love that, guys. Yeah. I'm, that's one thing I haven't really... I, I used PPC to find land buyers, but not land sellers. So... I love that. That's a that's a new strategy we need to look into. Well, guys, what would you say to someone just getting started? I, I know you work with uh, people just kind of getting started in the land business as well. What would you tell them that they can do to go out and get their first deal? Because a lot of our listeners at, at Rhino Nation Wholesaling Inc., 
you know, they're just trying to do their first land deal or their first house deal, you know, make that extra five, ten thousand dollars a month where you guys are giving the seller five thousand. Like sometimes an additional five thousand dollars a month for someone is life changing. You know, what would you what would you tell that person right now that, you know, is in those shoes? I'll tell you, we have a new guy that we're getting fired up right now. I won't tell you what Texas city it is because uh, this is a market that we've been after for a while, but there's a brand new person that we connected with in this market. He's never been in uh, real estate investing at all, zero clue. So we're going to pull 50,000 records and we're going to RVM it and call it. And uh, he's going to be our boots on the ground there. So brand new person, that's exactly what we told him to do. Like just get into the thick of the leads and then you'll trip over amazing deals. What would you say? More deals you look at. Yeah. And I assume it's probably with your CRM, but uh, do you use a specific uh, system for the RVM? I know I used to use CallFire. I think maybe CallFire was who I used for the, my RVM service. Is that through your your CRM? No, there's a third party company we're using it's called Ready Staffer. Ready and Staffer. Yeah, they're the ones that are going to send it out for us. And to answer that question, I think it depends on the budget. So we've had we had a new guy who was doing roofing full time. He wanted to do real estate on the side, so he ended up doing PPC. And he did generate like 100K in revenue just off PPC part-time. So you only get a couple leads a month, but they're hot leads. So he would just convert those. And he wasn't like top tier, like knows everything about real estate. He just knew the basics. And he was killing it just doing PPC with like 1500 month ad budget. Man, you guys have my wheels turning on this PPC. Is there any, like, what direction would I go to find someone to help me out with that PPC if I don't know anything about, you know, Google and pay-per-click ads? Do I just go on there and start running ads? Or is that a firm or, or a company you guys like to use for that? So we actually have our own service. It's called the Hiveleads.io. We open it periodically whenever we get new opportunities to offer it. Uh, we're onboarding a new client. Actually, we had a call today. So we're onboarding a new client probably Monday. But um, we help people set up their PPC, um, whether doing land or any type of other asset. But PPC is just a great strategy all around, whether you're doing land or any other asset class. And we'll help you get leads locally in your market. So that guy's from Wisconsin. So we're helping him get ads locally in Wisconsin through PPC. Nice. And do you have to be a student to get to Hiveleads.io? No, we're actually throwing in um, we actually throw in the, the software with it as well. So you have to you have back-end system coordination and efficiency using the CRM. So... We, that's one thing we're into now is like we're offering, like we do education, but we also have the system. We're also doing PPC. So you get all things rolled in together if you want that. And we're not just like giving you education or do we refer you to systems? Everything's in house. Give me that uh, website link again, Daniel. I'm not, I'm not getting it to pull up. It's H I V E L E A D S dot I O hiveleads.io. There we go. All right. Uh, I've got the website pulled up now. This is amazing. All right. Oh, look at that beautiful picture with that cowboy hat on. All right. I want to look into this. I want to talk more about this hiveleads.io because I'm not doing pay-per-click. I get most of my land deals directly by sending land offer letters, purchase agreements directly to the sellers. But I'm always looking to you know do more deals and change things and also test out other marketing channels. Daniel, what would you say to someone just getting started? Like, What would you tell them to do today right now? Um, it took me seven months to get my first deal. I just say be consistent over time. Uh, depending on if you have a budget, it's going to take a lot more work and effort. If you do have a budget, use systems and processes to help you be more effective and efficient. Um, there's always that time and there's always that time and money net money factor. So depending on what you have more time, it's going to take more effort. If you have more money, set up systems and processes to help you do uh, be more effective with effort. 
that you do have. I love how you mentioned took you seven months to do your first deal because you know so many people expect to do a deal in like 30 days or 45 days or two months you know i don't recommend anybody quit their job until you got like a year's worth of your salary uh, a year's worth of expenses in the bank everything's paid off and then maybe quit your job and you're consistently doing real estate deals but uh i love the fact that you you said consistency taking action for seven months right nation Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Take action today. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash land. Schedule a call. Daniel, Anthony, I've enjoyed this conversation so much. You guys have been powerful guests. How can people get in touch with you? Uh, We're at HideMindCRM on every platform. Literally, if there's social media being produced on it, we're producing content there. Uh, We have our own podcast called Hive With Us Podcast. We produce episodes. We have around 400 episodes there right now. Uh, check it out. Um, we're just here providing information, knowledge, and it's land and business. So we're here to help a lot of uh, people. That's Hive Mind CRM, H I V E M I N D C R M dot com. Yep. Hive Mind CRM on every platform. So if you go to YouTube, you go to Instagram, you go to Twitter, we're at Hive Mind CRM. Gotcha. Gotcha. Here you have it, Rhino Nation. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. These guys did their, I mean, Anthony walked you for, through that first deal. Daniel took seven months. He's a little slower than most of us. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I love the fact that, that you, you mentioned that because so many people come on and talk about, oh, I did my first deal in one week. It's not like that for everyone. So Rhino Nation, until next time, God bless. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.